Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Random Chatter Reviews. This is uh, our show for for a, a big movie release, actually. So we're going to talk yes. about a big movie release, which hasn't happened much in the last couple Not of years. Not really. <laughs> Used to be every weekend, and now it's been about maybe every six months, every yeah. quarter at the most. Yeah, it's coming around. I think we're getting more and more of this, and now that... I think yeah. the U.S. has given up on COVID restrictions, so, you know, we'll be in theaters more often, I guess. But uh, this week we're going to cover the Batman, um, along with a bunch of other stuff we have. So um, I'm here tonight with uh, Tim and Eric. Tim, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing very well, Lou. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this episode here. And, and Eric is with us. Eric, how are you? I'm doing great. Oh, I, I'm excited. I got something in the mail. Uh-oh. I know it's the wrong show. But oh, yeah, oh, yeah, nice Lego uh, helmet series for the Mandalorian. You know, I love mm-hmm. these helmet. Um, the whole I'm really impressed with them. They're they're fun builds. They're mm-hmm. they're and they, and they look cool. You can display them. I actually they're not really a, expensive. No, not too bad. I, I bought a floating shelf this past week. I'm going to put up to put all my yeah. helmets up because now they're taking up too many windows and too many winds, uh, you know, window sills. So. Um, I, I have to see if um, Light My Bricks has a set for that yet. They didn't when I pre-ordered it. Uh, they do for this, which I also got. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gauntlet. Yep. Yeah, and the lighting set for that one looks really good. So, yeah, yeah. Nice. so of those last three helmets, I, I picked up all three of them. I pre-ordered them yeah. on, on uh, Lego, and I only built one. I built the um, the Red 5 helmet, which is probably my least favorite of the three. I was going to say. But it was a fun uh, build. And, and okay. I'm like, it looks better in person than I thought it would. So, like, okay. yeah, I kind of want to see that one like in a store display or something because it's it's hollow, you know, because it's a, a pilot helmet. It, and it hollow, uh, okay, but um, you know, it's got um, it's got a mic. Not, it's well, got a you got the strap. background. Yeah. Thing. hold yeah. it. There you go. There you go. Yeah, hold it centered on you. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. I, I, I love I was, the outside of it. It's just with, the inside feels weird. But you really can't see the inside because it's all dark. So, yeah, I was, it's, I was that, happy with that. That I, I thought I was that's one be. that I would display in like profile. So like to the side instead of facing. Yeah, forward. like if you had them all like set up like this, it'd be one of the ones on the end. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And the Death Trooper one, like it looks cool, but the body of the Death Trooper droid is what looks impressive. The head is like this little, almost like a little miniature turtle shell thing like it looks mm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of squat yeah yeah in, in, yeah. in, in dark trooper not death trooper oh i'm sorry you're right yep. dark trooper death trooper we, eh, too many troopers don't, don't don't send the emails we're, we're good we <laughs> i have failed as a star wars fan <laughs> well it's like you know there's swamp troopers which are really want to be mud troopers yeah i mean really i think i think every troopers want to be mud. want to be mud trooper there you go yeah yeah, that's why they wear all those white uniforms is so that the mud shows up even better on them. They want that. <laughs> oh, uh, so who wouldn't? Of who course. Wouldn't? So As much easier to take care thinking, of when you don't um, have to keep it clean. Yeah. yeah neat and shiny yeah. is not our thing. So no, they're no. easy to maintain. That's, that's your, not how we roll your costume. Well, let's get right into the show then. Uh, so we mentioned at the beginning here that. Uh, the Batman was was the big thing we we saw this week, and um, yes. now, now Tim, you have not, so you're going to kind of live vicariously through our lives. But um, Eric and I both saw it. Um, I saw it on Thursday afternoon, and uh, was very happy. I saw it this morning. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, so it's it's definitely one you want to make sure you use the restroom before you go into the theater because it's a three hour movie. Three hours, Ooh, and if you sit wow. with the trailers, which are traditionally about fifteen minutes, that makes it three ten in total. 
You know, I had about well, a half hour trailer for ours. We 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 tend to do it to excess up here in Connecticut. <laughs> so. You know, we typically do at the Alamo, but this time around we had uh, a trailer for one film, and I don't even remember what it was. We had the DC superheroes montage teaser thing, and some anime film that I'd never heard of. And that was it. It hmm. was like I'm like, why are you skipping? The trailers, and I think maybe it was the long runtime because it's two hours, 55 minutes long. However, a quick uh, public service announcement here. There is no post-credit scene. There's a, a little post-credit URL you can go to, mm-hmm. but there's no post-credit scene, so you do not have to stick around. Um, and the URL was the same URL they gave out earlier in the movie, too, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It actually appears in the story in the movie and it's been around for a few months now. There's been kind of like an AR game that's been going on for a while. Uh, Carrie in the chat room. Did you guys uh, get the league of super pets trailer? I didn't even get that. Yeah, we got that. Did you? Yep. I watched it today on, on uh, what was posted on our discord server and it looks, it, it looks better than the other pets movies. Mm. She said no end credit scene. Is there a mid credit scene? No, there's a pre credit scene that kind of felt like it might have wanted to be a mid credit scene, but no. Okay. Once right. the credits roll, you can walk out. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. But you should know. You should stay in. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for yeah. you know, watch the credits. A lot of people work hard on these films, and they deserve yeah. to get their names exactly put up there you know and there are people who work on the film who don't get their names up there you have to put in according to guild rules a certain number of hours before mm-hmm. your name goes up there because they have to pay something like i think it's like a thousand dollars a letter yeah are you serious and and and, and that's how you end up a lot of yeah. times with like uncredited uh wow. actors on things like Stuff even if IMDb. they're like a big name actor because they did like they did a voiceover and it was like four words and that's it. And that's how they end up uncredited because, yeah. they, you know, they weren't actually wow. significantly in it. But I mean, like when I watch credits, there are certain, uh, you know, certain jobs that, that that I, you know, look at on there to see like who did what, especially if I was impressed with a certain thing mm-hmm. um, that was in it. I like to see who the effects houses are uh, that, that are that are involved in it. Um you know, and, and, and there's certainly ones that, that you'll recognize, uh, you know, a lot of cases. I mean, you know, you've got like, you know, the, the George Lucas family of, uh, of, of, of studios is, you know, yeah. regularly involved in a lot of the movies. Um, and I sit through those because now I've gotten to meet some of the people who work on. Mm, yeah. It's fun to see things. a name you recognize. Oh, yeah, I know the guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. funny because it, it the celebration in 2005. um my roommate at the hotel was one of the ILM model makers, and so I got to hang out with some of them a little bit. And one of them was excited that he got credited in episode three because the work he did in episodes one and two, he didn't get credited for because he was just shy of that oh. that threshold. <laughs> um, mm. And then there's some people whose names got abbreviated because, again, the amount of cost per letter and how much they can cram in there based on you know the the film cell production and then the distribution and this and that. Like it it costs. Every every few seconds that are in a film costs money. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange was the one that um, that I saw before the other trailers. It was nice to see that on the big screen. So anyway, yeah, I bet Batman, that's, that's pretty impressive. So Robert Pattinson 
as the Batman this time around. And of course, that's one of the big talking points about this. Uh, I went on record as saying that I was not thrilled with that choice when it was announced. However, I was also quick to point out that I hated the idea of Ben Affleck being Batman. And then when I saw Ben Affleck as Batman, he may be my favorite. And I know that's not a popular choice, Mm -hmm. but it's true. So I was willing to give Pattinson a chance. Lou, what did you think of Robert Pattinson? I went into this movie with really no expectations of good or bad. I kind of said, okay, you know, it's another Batman movie. I'm sure it'll be fun, fun ride, popcorn movie. I'm not expecting too much. Um, And I was concerned over Robert Pattinson's portrayal of, um, you know, both Bruce Wayne and, and the Cape Crusader. But um, I, I I was happy when I got out. I mean, I thought it was a, you know, well put together storyline. Um, he was fine in the bat suit. Uh, we didn't see much of him as Bruce Wayne. Um, we saw a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That, he wasn't active as Bruce Wayne unless he was then investigating as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I, I heard that it was very big on the um, the detective. <laughs> Mm. element yeah. of of i mean kind of the traditional you know i mean batman detective comics and 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 that's that's kind of the real origin of 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 batman's as more of a detective versus a crime fighter and obviously over time the character evolved quite a bit more into the crime fighter type of thing but um yeah, yeah i i heard this one was pretty heavy here's, on the detective part here's my my take on the different batman movies okay you've got the tim burton ones which were the comic book movies right know? kind of the goofy, campy comic book stuff. You have the um, the Christian Bale stuff, which are the vigilante action movie mm-hmm. series. You have the Ben Affleck stuff, part of the Superman and Justice League stuff, which is very much the quintessential superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this one, which is very much, as you said, Tim, a kind of a noir detective story. Yep. And I loved that. And the one of the cool things about it is not only is there character development, but uh and I can't wait to actually get to talk about the story. Uh like on a spoiler episode, which this is not. We're not going to spoil anything. Right. But this it had good character development and it had a good plot like the detective side of things was interesting yeah i thought the the story you know the narrative they told was better than anything else i've ever seen in batman yeah. on screen um you know it was a good compelling story it was a little slow the first hour felt a little bit slow but i wasn't gonna ding it for that i mean it was it yeah. was building to what it needed to build to but just mm-hmm. and i i don't mind it, being it was slow. meaningful yeah 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 so i mean it it suffered from being too long and i think a lot of people are going to really struggle with that. And when you look at a lot of the mainstream reviews, that's like the main thing. They talk about two things, the length and Robert Pattinson and typically in that order. And I would have expected it to be the other way around. So the length Mm. people really seem to be struggling with, I don't think the pacing was wrong. You know, we talk about pacing and a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, the pacing doesn't always have to be fast. It's okay to be slow. And I agree with that. Mm -hmm. You want some dynamics in the pacing. You need to have, those those intense moments and then you need to have a break to settle back down and it then got to a point where like maybe 45 minutes in i'm thinking to myself god not a lot of character development 
I'm like, they're, they're not even really? telling me who Batman is here in this movie. And then that came for me later on. Yeah, um, the character development was you know, stronger because it, it was all about the beginning was more about the kind of setting the scene. Yeah, him in costume yeah. doing his thing, and I was like, okay, and I was okay with it. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I hope we get some character stuff because there's really not a lot of character development yet. Um, probably at 45 minutes in. Yeah, now and, I, and so, it is there. Mm-hmm. It's just it's and, later in the film. And keeping in mind, I haven't seen it. I'm not looking for it to be spoiled for me. Um, but I, I think overall, was this? Um, was this an origin story? Was this another telling of the Batman origin story? Or, or no? I mean, can you, is, without spoiling it, can you say what they did? Absolutely. With this, so okay. this takes place in what would be considered year two. Okay. If you follow the Batman comics at all, um, Frank Miller did The Dark Knight Returns, and then that was really mm-hmm. successful. And then he went back and did Batman Year One, where he's. Um, it's before he really dons the costume. Like he's just kind of, you know, he knows he wants to fight crime, but he needs a a shtick. He needs a thing and Mm, he doesn't really know. So it's that first year. Uh, There is a comic book for year two, which wasn't all that great. This is not based on it, but you should consider this year two. Like he already has a bit of a relationship with, um, with Gordon. Um, He's already been donning the suit for a while, but he's also still very young. Uh, his tactics are much more really good street fighting and less martial arts. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not an origin story. There's no witnessing the death of uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne. We don't go back and revisit that good. at all. Good. Yeah, I was happy to see they didn't do that again. But yeah. we, we there, there was some discussion that we had on Discord over the last few days, uh, even actually before Thursday, before the movie released, about the um, uh, basically just how DC does their stuff, particularly in comparison to Marvel, to the MCU. You know, the, the MCU is larger, this very linear thing. It's all connected, um, you know, all that. And DC doesn't do a lot of that. They may do a handful of movies that are connected, but then they're doing a lot of other stories there. And and you may get, you know, you have obviously in DC several Batman movies with your different Batman actors and their different stories. Sometimes you have some similarities in the stories, but there's a lot of differences. And, and I think the, the big thing there to me, I mean, it doesn't have to be an either or, um, you know, I have a preference for the MCU simply because of their storytelling and their volume of movies and, and the characters that I love and that kind of stuff. And I was mostly a Marvel Comics person anyway. Um, but, like, I do love Batman. Batman's a fantastic character, has always been a favorite character. Um, I appreciate the fact that what DC and Warner Brothers does is they're just simply going out there for stir- for storytelling. They're not trying to, well, there is a a universe that does exist, they're not out there to make sure that every movie is connected to that universe. They're just telling different stories. And, right. and I like it. So you're, you're getting different tone. You're getting different takes on things. You're getting different perspectives. You, you, thank you for not telling another origin story. Um, Cause we don't yeah. need it, but mm-hmm. you know, I keep, keep doing that stuff. I like that stuff that not everything needs to be this huge, you know, expansive single universe. that's all connected. The, the I mean, problem I have with it is, and, and I think you're right, Tim, that they don't need to have everything connected, but they need to have 
the character of Batman or whatever character they're telling in this case be the same character. This feels like another Batman, and it was great. I mean, I'm I enjoyed okay it, it though. I, but to, to me, yeah. it's like, well, you know, so why do we have another Batman? And I'm not saying you have to connect this to Superman and everybody else, but Batman should be Batman. He should be connected to himself. You know, it's like now I have another another Batman. I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I enjoy it, but I'm like, hmm, you know, why do we have another Batman? So my history for the same reason books. why we have different James Bond. <laughs> and I thought of that as I took that argument when we yeah. talked about this. Time goes on. Actors get older. Actors don't want to do that stuff anymore. It's a heavily physical role. Right. Uh, Jim Bale yells at his uh, director <laughs> of photography. But it's still yeah. James Bond, and it still feels very much the same character, even though it was different actors. So here's my thing about this. I started comic books back uh, a little bit late in high school, but mainly right after high school when I went to college the first time around. And I was almost exclusively Marvel, except Batman. And Batman, I hate to say it, even more so than Deadpool, is my favorite comic book character. Uh, I'm I'm very, very heavily invested specifically in, in Batman and what we would call the Bat family. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of DC, I like it. Uh, and again, I'm talking comic books, not movies mm-hmm. here. Uh, you know, I, I like it. It's okay. But Batman, like I could sit and spend an entire afternoon reading various different Batman comics if they're well-written and they often are. Um, so I'm, I'm very, I guess, protective of the character. And yet I've also read enough different variations of Batman that to your point, Lou, I, I guess, I'm used to it thanks to the comics and because comics, a lot of times they'll rotate in different artists and different writers and everybody has a different take on it. And for a while you had um, a couple of anthology series, comic books running um, shadow of the bat and um, was it legends of the dark Knight? And one was very much more the, the fighting martial arts action stuff. And, and the other was very, very, driven in detective work. Uh, okay. And I liked that. And and they, they told the stories differently. They developed the character a little bit differently. They, but so the question to me is, are they true to the character? This was definitely a different take on the character, but I felt like if you look at the core of what makes Batman, Batman, this, uh, and it, again, especially considering he's in year two, I feel like it fit. Now, okay. Ben Affleck's Batman is specifically supposed to be the much older Batman where his hair is starting to turn gray. Mm-hmm. So, which right. we haven't really gotten up until now. We we were always kind of doing the middle-aged Batman. Then we get the older one. Now we got the younger one. Um, and I didn't really comment on Robert Pattinson earlier uh, from my own perspective. I think he did really, really well with this. I loved him in Tenet, and I think that he did really well here and all the Twilight jokes and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I'm over it. Yeah, like, I you am know, too. Pick, pick any, any actor. Morgan Freeman has been in some dud movies. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, like you pick any actor that's your favorite actor, and I'm sure I can probably name some movies where, I mean, they were real stinkers. So, well, but then I'll also say, and well, they weren't my thing. The Twilight movies also did really well. Listen, it you was know? smart for him so, to take on you, that role. Oh my gosh, so you, that, you, you, that was. You, you, mm-hmm. You you had a lot of people, especially of our age, in all fairness, 
who are like, oh, he's that Twilight guy. Oh, my right, gosh, right. this is going to suck so bad. This is horrible. What a bad choice. All right, wait a minute. Uh, okay, the movies really weren't for me, but pretty decent actor, and I also consider really early in his career. Um, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily knock the actor based on those movies. And right. Mm-hmm. While maybe we didn't like the movies, the movies still performed exceptionally yeah, well. Yeah, sure. would have been. We, he would have been we, stupid. We, we are not, take not that the role. demographic. Yeah, we are not oh, the yeah. demographic for those movies. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I, I get what you were saying, Eric, in in terms of 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 dud movies. I mean, there are movies that, you know, whether they were financially duds or not, they simply may not have been well received by certain demographics and And let's look back to historically because people said the same thing about leonardo dicaprio he was a pretty boy right uh, when he first started out and look at him now and and they said the same thing and and i felt that way about dicaprio and i felt that way about brad pitt too that was another one where so did i he's the pretty boy but he couldn't act his way out of a paper bag and then i saw 12 monkeys and then i saw fight club i love 12 monkeys and then i'm like oh my gosh yeah dude's got like Mm -hmm. chops as an actor and yeah. I feel Pattinson is the same yeah. way. And meet Joe Black. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just I knew you were gonna I just want to throw yeah. you in. Um, hey, listen, you're there, right. there, there really is there really is an evolution to a lot of actors that, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we first see them when they're younger. They don't necessarily have to be child actors, but you see them in their late teens, early twenties, certain roles that they take on, and then 10, 15, even 20 years later. It's amazing what they've gotten into. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I had exactly the same impression of Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, oh, Titanic. OK, everyone is, you know, head over heels over Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, whatever. And then like the next thing he would end up in didn't matter what the role was. I would just get very eye rolly over it. Mm. Um, yeah. And then like finally year after year. But yeah, then all of a sudden it's like any movie that I turn on that has Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, holy crap, he's good. Yeah. Like yeah. just such a you know, solid. They, they've, they've grown into their their feet, I guess you'd say. You know, kind yeah. of like you, you know, oh, it's a cute little puppy with a big feet. But once they grow into their paws, you're like, wow, you know, it's an impressive dog. And and the same thing yeah. with actors. I mean, I've they, almost if, if grown they... into my clown shoes. Almost, <laughs> really close. Like I'm only maybe like six or seven sizes off now. Hey, as long as you get the nose course. down. <laughs> you know, the Batman, though, I, I feel like this is one of the strongest Batman movies we've had. Um, See, I well, feel... I'm still partial to. Um... Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, the Tim Burton ones? No, no. Um... Christian Bale? Christian Bale, yeah. Okay. No, I um, those had been my favorites, and it, I, I like the gritty portrayal of it. But that, but, but this is a close second. I mean, I, I am by far these two series are much better than the Tim Burton stuff. And I'm on record for not being a Tim Burton fan. And I liked the original Batmans when they came out, uh, at least the first one. Yeah, they one. were fine for the time. You know, back in what, 89 was when the first one came out. I'm like, the 89 Batman is still one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. It, it was, it and, was well it, done. It, and I get, yeah, even though there's some kitschiness to it and such, it actually still aged pretty well. I haven't seen it in a long time. It, but. it, it, it holds up pretty well, especially because he understood um, that strange place that Gotham City sits, where it's this noir mm-hmm. with kind of current technology, but they're still somewhere in the middle. 
Yeah. Like it, you, you cannot pinpoint and say, oh, Gotham is in this year if, in real world. Yep. You can't do that. It is freaking impossible it, to do. It felt fanciful to the point where it was you knew it was supposed to be New York, but not really. And it was kind of like, yes, that weird, you know, Tim Burton esque type thing to it that worked really well in this case. Most things I hate him doing his yeah. his visualization things of. But this worked really well. But I, so, I will say that I liked this Gotham. I liked. Mm. Uh, well, it rained all the time. A lot, a lot of rain in Gotham. Yeah. Well, it's it's you know, it's Gotham. That's, that's Gotham, it Gotham is. But dark that's the and thing. Dreary. Like he it's, really it's went. Gotham is nighttime New York City. Chicago. But right, but right next. Metropolis to, is yeah, New York City. Right. Gotham Night, is Chicago. Nighttime, nighttime Chicago, but really next to London. Okay, there you go. Seattle, and Seattle yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. at the same time. Seattle, yes. yeah, right. yeah, at the same time. But I think that they really nailed the noir um, environment and the tone of of the characters, the storytelling, the costumes, the set design, um, all of that. I liked this Gotham. It felt real in the same way that Christian Bale's Batman felt more real than any other Batman we'd seen before. To me... This one seemed even more real than the Christian Bale stuff. Like when this okay. Batman was fighting, he took hits mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. and it felt like, you know, it's always one of those things where you've got five guys on one, right? And four of the five guys are like in the back with the, you know, their baseball bats yeah. and they're just kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, moving yeah, their yeah, arms yeah, around. Yeah, they're not yeah. doing anything because they have to wait for the choreography for it to be their turn. Yes. That wasn't the kind of fights here. Right. And I liked that. And then mm. there's, of course, we see it in the trailer, the kind of a, a car chase type scene. I haven't seen it done that way before. I found it very realistic and I liked it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I the liked way, it a lot. The way it was shot was really good. And, yeah, and I, I the cinematography for it was, was that, a bit unique, too. It, it was very cool. Yeah, and I, I mentioned this on, on our Discord channel, but... I don't know if our theater just installed new low frequency effect speakers in the seats or they just actually found a way to make them work really well. But, yeah. oh, my God, the car scenes, when the Batmobile fired up, I'm like, oh, I can feel my seat rumbling. This was amazing. They did oh, a great we job. didn't have that. I'm jealous oh, now. God, when, when it, and I'm like, woof, this is impressive. But yeah. that and that made that that Batmobile all the much more real for me because um, mm -hmm. I wasn't too sure how I was going to take that but i'm like mm, this is pretty good yeah it was um i don't know i i i don't want to say too much more about it mm. i'll just say that i i feel like the plot was strong the setting and the tone the the uh how do i want to put it the presentation of this batman was strong yeah and i think that the acting was strong i i like well, this and the more i go back and look at the specifics um, throughout the movie and, and not really the Easter eggs and stuff, but, but kind of the, the bread crumbing and, and the, the foreshadowing here and there and all that. And, you know, what happened with the, the struggle between the villain and, and Batman. And again, I can't spoil a whole lot, mm. but I'm really impressed with how they crafted the story. And the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm liking it. And, and I'm really impressed. I, I have to say, I already had expectations for this that I was trying to keep them low. Mm -hmm. They went higher than I was comfortable with, but the movie exceeded them. And, and I would definitely recommend it very highly. Oh, I'd recommend now, I, it wholeheartedly too. Yes. I know there are a lot of other characters uh, that were 
in this movie that we had seen in other Batman movies. Um, but the one, obviously, that's been most prominently featured in all the marketing and the hype and that kind of stuff is uh, Zoe Kravitz for for Catwoman. So, right, she can, did really well. You guys talk a bit about her. Like, how did she do? What did you guys like? Yep, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to bring up the the rest of the cast was was pretty amazing. In in Zoe Kravitz, I don't know if she's done much else. I mean, she's Lenny Kravitz's daughter, mm-hmm. um, but she did a great job as Selena Kyle. Um. I, I, I really liked her portrayal of it. It felt right. She was not the Catwoman we've seen in other Batman movies, but she was a strong character herself, and she was just kind of, you know, doing her own thing alongside Batman. And, you know, she's like, you going to help yeah. me or, or what? And if you don't help me, I'm still going to do it myself. So Never referenced as Catwoman, by the way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just Selena. Well, she yeah. mentions the bat and the cat. She mentions that herself. Yeah, there, there are, yeah. and right. she has cats. Yeah, she she takes in stray. She said. Yeah, um, but I I actually again, like that kind of similarly in the MCU. A lot of times, uh, characters are not referenced, or at least in their first movie, mm-hmm. as the 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 under the moniker of the character name. Yeah, um, because it just it they're kind of waiting for it to naturally develop and to just throw out there that, you know, this character's name is, is, you know, Ant-Man like that's just kind of like, it's, it's, it's awkward. You, it, it just, it doesn't happen like that. They want it to kind of happen organically. Um, and, and, and I appreciate that. So I, I appreciate that in this movie that they also didn't just kind of throw it out there. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of organically, I would say, and Lou, I don't know if you agree, I, I would say that kind of describes Zoe Kravitz's acting mm, uh, uh-huh. in, in this portrayal of this version of the character. It felt very organic. It it felt mm, it did. natural. It felt real. Um, the things that the character did made perfect sense. So again, um, kudos to the writers. Right. But then the way she delivered that and the different things that her character was going through at different points of the film... Um, she made it very believable. She did a great job. Definitely, yeah. I didn't realize how much of a background she had in acting. She's got 41 credits on IMDb. I was going to say, I know she's done things. I don't remember what, though. Yeah, I knew she did a few things. I didn't realize how much. I mean, she was the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. Um, she was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. A um, bunch of other stuff here. Um, yeah, I mean, she's got goes back to 2007. Oh, okay. So X-Men First Class, uh, Divergent, um, been a bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, kudos to her. She did a good job. Yeah, she really did. The other one that surprised me was um, uh, Colin Farrell. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even know he was in this until the credits. I'm like, what? <laughs> I did, and so I got to like watch knowing that was him, and it was still hard to identify that it was him yeah between the accent the mannerisms and all the prosthetics the prosthetics were amazing for that. Yeah, so he yeah. played the penguin right okay and you wouldn't know it which is it's interesting because i i can see um and having seen pictures of the character from this movie yeah i you don't picture that as colin farrell but interestingly enough knowing colin farrell and his acting style in my head, it it works. It actually okay. totally works. Yeah. Um, 
while while visually it doesn't, it's just kind of the mechanics of of him as an actor. It does work. I I'm a big fan of Colin Farrell. I I like his stuff. He was very impressive in this. Um, yeah, so I don't I, have anything else. I was just saying, I don't about the Batman your... without. I think just spoilers. Um, we it. want to go through the rest of the. We have kind of a short list this week, and I don't have a whole lot to say about the other things I've covered. But we do, yeah. Uh, so next up, I mean, Tim, you saw something called um, "In from the Cold," uh, Netflix series or Netflix series or movie? Uh, series, series. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is up um, for uh, the the first season is up. Uh, they apparently have been greenlit for a second season. There are eight episodes in this first season. Uh, I think we might have two episodes left in it. Um, so basically the series, uh, it's, it's, uh, a, an ex Russian spy who basically left the game, went to the States, lived a normal life, became a mom, all that kind of stuff. Um, and she ends up later on back into, um, back into the spy game. And it does get revealed that she has some unique, uh, abilities. So it does, it goes a little sci-fi. Um, not real heavy handed with the sci-fi, um, but some cool stuff. And I mean, it's, I, I don't think it's a huge spoiler of it because it's in any promo or description that you read, but basically she has, um, like shape, shape shifting abilities. So if really? she comes in contact with anyone, that. um, she's able to like do something like kind of absorb some of their DNA so she can then become them. Hmm. Um, but it takes a lot of energy and strength for her to do it and to maintain it for a period of time, that kind of thing. So male, female, whatever, um, she can change into that person. Um, and it's, it's really, it's very, very interesting. Great. Uh, just, just incredibly well done. Um, it's, it's, it's really cool. And it, and it, it one thing that I love about it in particular is that it is not just this straight out like spy thing. Like, she's traveling with her daughter who's who's a teenager and her and her daughter are going through stuff because like mom and dad just got divorced or something and so like there's this personal stuff that keeps drawing her back and so you know initially she's very reluctant and then she realizes okay like this is like basically for a good cause for me to get involved in this but i have my daughter i got to pay attention to my daughter because, you know, it's not like we're home, we're in another country, and I got to make sure that, you know, things are going okay with her. It's just, um, I love the flow to the story. Um, the, the the cast is really good. Uh, they're not folks who I recognize right away, but when you look at their filmographies, they are people who have been involved in a lot of different shows and projects and, and movies and that kind of stuff. Um, so some of the faces are a little bit familiar. Um, even though they're not like A-listers or anything, but it's a, it's still a solid cast. Like I'm, I'm really impressed with it. So, hmm. um, yeah, great, great, great cast, great story. Uh, I'm really happy with it and, um, yeah, hi highly recommend in from the cold on Netflix. Cool. 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 I think I've got it in my list. I just, I had never heard of it before. It come out. I had, I had yeah. It's my yeah, list and check it out. Yeah. M must watch it. it. It just released recently. Um, go for it. Nice. Um, Eric, you got something in here that I've never heard of before either. Uh, Guardians, yeah. the Guardians of Justice. Yeah, so this just came out on Netflix, I think, Friday. This is a new superhero series. Um, they if seem you to think be mixing along... DC and Marvel here. They're confusing things. 
Yeah. <laughs> just they just kind saying. of are. Just saying. So um, if you think kind of a cross between the boys and um, the Miller verse from Mark Miller. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of, was it Jupiter's Legacy or something? The show that came out like a year or two ago. It was pretty good. So this is, um, it's basically a, a group of teenagers who want to, they want to succeed in life. They, you know, they, they want to have promising careers. Um, they want to get somewhere with their life, right? So they band together. And they start writing a superhero TV series for Netflix, and it sucks. And I'm expecting that as we go through the series, we're going to learn that they're eventually fired and will never work in Hollywood again. I won't ever find out because I'm not watching any more of this crap. Wow. Um, I, I managed, I think I managed to get through the first episode, and I just... You know how some things wow. are so bad that you can't even pay attention to them anymore. You start like multitasking on like 37 yeah. different things at once mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just one or two things. I couldn't even multitask because I was just so enamored with how bad it was that I couldn't pull my eyes away from the screen. Wow. Everything, the writing, the, the, the lighting, uh, the way the shots were framed. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like I'm trying to come up with something good to say about it. No, I like I not a single actor, not a single concept. Wow. I couldn't even describe the concept for you. And I paid attention. <laughs> I, I think like my my brain is blocking it intentionally. It's bad. Don't bother wasting your time with it. At all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We won't waste any more time on the show about it then either. Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> wow. So so something that's good, uh at least I think it's good. Hopefully Eric thinks so as well. Um the new season of Picard just uh, started streaming last Thursday, I think. Um, yeah. And, and I've been on plus. record before saying I am a big fan of, of when they do these released one per week and, you know, let you digest it. And then next week, you have something to talk about and so forth. No, I, I want this all at once. <laughs> I got the end of the episode. I'm like, what? You can't leave me here. Oh, come on. I agree with you. And and I don't think it's just like, oh, we want more. Give us more. Like, you know, we were with some of the Star Wars stuff. I think that if you have something like the first season of Picard is basically like a multi-episode movie. Like it's really structured and paced to be like a movie, not like a bunch of individual episodes, even serialized telling Mm -hmm. the story. Mm -hmm. Um the book of Boba Fett felt like, you know, say what you will about it. It felt like there were individual episodes and that's fine. And it was still serialized. This was much more like it was just a movie broken up into different breaking points. Season two, for me, I kind of feel like I I hate when they, they do the whole, Oh, there's something weird going on and all of the characters are in different places than they were before. and, And you have to like keep up and, it kept making me feel like, wow, did I watch the final episode? Did I miss something? Do, do I have everything here? Like everybody had gone off and done very different things in that short period of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, either this is the exposition explaining what all the characters have done while we've been gone, or this is like an alternate universe, alternate reality sort of thing, which Star Trek has done before. Mm-hmm. 
And then we get this anomaly in space and I'm like, oh, it's, it's the alternate universe thing. Except it doesn't appear to be. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until two thirds, 75% of the way the episode where I felt like I kind of know what's like, I, I get it. I'm like, okay, I've identified what I'm watching now. Now let's go ahead and watch it. And then it's like, Oh, come back next week. It's like, wait a minute. What? No, don't do that to me. Well, I mean, I mean, they tease that. I mean, we knew this was going to happen for the entire waiting for this to release thing. Yeah. You get the trailer, you know, we saw Q in the trailer. We knew it was going on and you know, you're like, Ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. But I found myself forgetting. Yeah. But I found myself forgetting that, that Q was going to be in this. Oh, I remembered. I, I, in the back of my mind, but I'm watching. I'm like, what? Okay, and, and then I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, okay, great. So now I'm I'm fully invested. But yeah, I I think this is going to be a fantastic run. And I still, you know, I, I'm I'm still engaged with this. And I think that Sir Patrick Stewart was better in this episode than he was during the whole first season. Um, I. It, it it's it's tough because I you know I, I I love him as an actor I love the characters he portrays I love Picard um, and it's just I'm, I'm also looking at, he's he's getting old for the role and yeah. you know it's it's how much more can you really do with this but yeah. it felt really good the, the first season felt like okay he's an old man he's doing what he's supposed to be doing but it didn't feel right to me this one feels much better. Um, even though he's the same character and he's the same age and so forth, but he feels like he's more vibrant with this, I guess. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think that while I was really annoyed by the episode, if I look at it as part one of a two-part season premiere, I feel like it's really good. And it's setting a great groundwork for the season. No, I don't know how many episodes are we getting in this season. Did yeah, you I don't know. To notice that eight or ten probably. Oh. Carrie's in the um, chat room, and Carrie is very much us. yes the 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 Trekkie of of the group. And by Trekkie, I apparently mean Trekker. Yes, because I think <laughs> Trekkie is some sort of a racial slur or something. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, she'll uh, she'll hop she'll in the in chat room here in a yeah. second and 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 brief us poor little younglings on. Uh, <laughs> On our Star Trek lore. But yeah, so Picard season two, I mean, it's off to a good start and I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Season two is 10 episodes per IMDb. 10 episodes. Okay. Oh, and she says she answers to both. That's good. Okay. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you take the, the uh, tricky thing as a derogatory term? I, I don't. Either. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, who cares? Look, why would that offend you? Be proud of, you know. <laughs> Right. Being identified as a member of the Trek community. I mean, yep. it's so, it's like nerd versus geek. I don't whatever people want to call oh, me. Oh, see, is there fine. there is a see, there is a difference. Bother me. I I know there is a difference, but okay. either one doesn't bother me unless they're using it as a derogatory term. Which okay. society now is coming to the point where they really it's less and less. There's overlap, but geek is is just someone who has an incredibly insane amount of interest in something, and nerd is typically someone who does not socialize well and is yeah. Th- there's some oh yeah differences, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, it, it's basically the same thing. Ten episodes, Carrie says yes. Awesome. So 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 that's pretty much it for the big stuff this week. Um, yeah, got a lot of little stuff here. Um, I am still loving Severance. Uh, are you up to date with Severance, Eric? I have not seen the most recent episode. 
It's, but I it's, agree with you. This show is incredible. And I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like I have no clue what's going on, but I so love it. So is it really it. that good? Okay. I, I think yeah. so. Um, this episode was a little darker. Um, really? Yeah, it, it, it does. <laughs> I mean, how well, much more dark? It, well, the, I mean, it's not super dark. I don't want to scare anybody off because it's of not it. like – but it's already like way darker than I expected it to be. It goes even darker? Well, this episode starts off with a disclaimer at the front saying there are scenes of self-harm in this episode. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, they they broached some topics, including suicide, and it's like, ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it's still keeping me riveted to it. Um, it's great. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, for me, uh, I mean, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, I'm still watching that. Um picked up two games recently. I picked up uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to, I didn't play the first one, uh, Horizon. Horizon um, New Dawn? New no. Dawn, uh, uh, Dawn something. Horizon. Yeah. I forget what it was. Um, but yeah, I'm loving that, but that's been taking a back seat since Friday. Gran Turismo 7 came out for the PS uh, uh, system, and I am I am just loving it. It's back to the old um, Gran Turismo series where you progress through it at your own pace. It's not online racing. It's, uh, yeah, it's really good, so... Cool. Um, watching you, on my you, TV. You sent me some video from that. It's uh, from the, the the theatrical stuff, and it's pretty impressive. It's... And the theatrical stuff is not much different than the actual gameplay. When they show, like, you know, a, that's wild. Yeah, a, graphics a video. are insane. It's like, I'm watching this thing. I'm like, I feel like I'm watching a, a, a race on TV <laughs> in 4K. It's like, wow, that's cool. So, how about you guys? Anything of note? <laughs> Eric, go ahead. Yes. Um, so uh, I've been catching up on Upload because I would like to cover it on Media Chatter. Uh, and because, as Fatmatic pointed out in the chat room, Upload is coming back for season two, I think, next week. I think so, yeah. And I freaking love Upload. I think there is so yeah. much depth to that show. And yet it's a fun show with a lot of heart to it. It's interesting. There's character development. There's plot development. There's thematic development. It hits like every every one of the bases all at once, and it does so well. Uh, it, it it does so in a way that it doesn't feel like it's just all over the place and sloppy. Um, I I think it's an amazing show. I, I think it's one of the most well crafted shows. Um, in a really long time. And it's made by the creators of The Office and Parks and Rec, though mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like either of those shows. Very different in tone and, and oh, presentation. Um, but yeah, I, I am so, so, so excited about season two. Um, for me, it's going to be one of the biggest uh, streaming content events of the year. I, I like it that much. So, so I've been watching Upload again uh, the first season. I have a friend of mine who is uh, taking a, a film studies course and uh, wanted to know if I would like to watch uh, some of the films with them. And I said, yeah, sure. Why not? Because I haven't seen, um, I don't think, any of the films on the list. So I got to watch Vertigo for the first time. Good movie. Classic. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Really well done. Great directing. Outstanding directing in that movie. Yes. Yeah, and especially if you take into account the differences between directing then and directing now, um, yeah. really good. Like other other movies from that time period can't hold up. Um, and uh, and the transfer 
It was a really, really good transfer. I watched it on like a Blu-ray transfer from, you know, the original mm-hmm. film and uh, really good. I was surprised. Uh, and then the other one we had to watch. I uh, I just want to go on record. Maybe 2001 wasn't that bad. I what? cannot wait to hear what you say about this what? because I love this movie. So no, you don't. Please. Oh, no, I you do. don't. I know you. I know I you better than that, this. Tim. You have you have taste. You have class and refinement. Oh, Eric, and, and Tim, yeah, a certain level of intellect that don't disappoint me. Really? Yeah. So tell, we did a tell, group tell viewing of this movie, about. Mulholland tell Drive. Them. So good. Uh, no, listen. So, so some of the things I said during this this thing as as we got to the point where people are like literally laughing at how bad the film is at, at many different what? points um i when when i say that i have both seen and been involved in high school productions that were as good or better i think people initially took it as me being snarky and then as the film went on they realized i was being literal Lou, is there a different? I'm shocked. Are, are we talking about so this is Drive? Okay, wait, wait. So I, I, this I, is I, Drive. I heard 2001 before. Yes, this movie makes me appreciate 2001 even better. Oh Jesus! I thought you guys were looking at the show notes. No, no, it, it, I didn't no, watch sorry, 2001 I again. I don't hate myself that much, but after <laughs> watching Mulholland Drive, 2001, I'm, I'm thinking maybe is not as bad as I've been. Saying it was, I thought you guys were talking about, I thought you were looking at the show notes and, and approving of this crap. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Mahola Drive, tell you the truth. Yeah, so it's um, David Lynch. A good movie. The guy who did, what? A good movie. I, I remember the trailer for it. I remember Mulholland Drive? See it. I just never yeah. saw it. Yeah. Tim, I, I, I don't even have, I don't even have words. I felt violated after watching this movie. I felt like I've never felt robbed of hours of my life before on a level that this movie made me feel. It was that bad. Nothing about it made sense. I really? still don't know who the the like the boss guy at the beginning of the movie is. I still don't understand. They don't give you any reason to care about any one of the characters until maybe halfway through and then you they they try to give you a reason to care about one or two of the characters that you realize you don't even, you're not even sure like who these characters are, what they're doing, why they're doing what they're doing. So you don't really care about them. And then you find that like, I still, David Lynch is one of those filmmakers where people like to pretend that they quote, get it because then they can be like pompous about their film snobbery and look down their noses at other people who watch the movies that he makes and are confused and say, Oh, you just don't understand. Well, you're damn right. I don't understand because there's nothing in this film that made a lick of sense. So I feel like I have to watch it. Cause I remember I wanted to see it back when it came out. No, never, never did. No Lou. And, and I'm, I'm hearing one side saying yes. One side saying no. So let me say this, Lou, I acknowledge I have no authority over you. But I'm going to say it anyway because I feel obligated to. Lou, you are not allowed to watch this movie. <laughs> now, now, Rotten Tomatoes. I'll let you watch Team America World Police, and I'll encourage you to watch Kung Power the End of the Fist. You're not allowed to watch Mulholland Drive. 
I mean, and I acknowledge Rotten I, Tomatoes I have no authority. I can't enforce that with you. They've got an eighty-four tomato reader in eighty-seven audience score from a Holland Drive. Yeah, drug use. <laughs> I, I'm. I you know I mean I I thought that that Eric was. Um, that Eric was intellectual enough to handle certain movies. And See, I mean, the, remember what I said about the film snobbery thing? Just... <laughs> I said, Listen, you, you wanted an exciting dynamic episode of the podcast. We can set aside an episode and you have to explain me what the, and we're going to have it R rated too. <laughs> Cause I don't know how to censor some of the things I have to say. Wow. You, you had explained to me what the heck <clears throat> happened in this movie. There are scenes that are just like you're sitting there. What the hell is going on? Did the editor fall asleep? Is that why I'm looking at a fence in the dark for like 45 seconds? We went back to the fact that people didn't get credited in some of the Star Wars movies because it was too expensive for those few seconds that it scrolls on the page. And yet this guy can sit there and like it, it's cutting back and forth between two people having nonsensical dialogue that has nothing to do with anything. And then all of a sudden, like one of them, like walks out of a gate or something and you just sit there on the gate and you sit there and you the sit there and you sit there. It's like, why? So I've not seen the movie in several years and I'll have to watch it again to refresh my memory. Sober. But everything in that movie has a point. Everything in that movie Make a has list. a point. I want to hear them <laughs> make a list because I did too. I didn't even have to use any ink, which is great. Saved a piece of paper. I can still use that paper for something else now, which is nice. It's well, like a form of recycling. I'm, I'm it's like going to have to watch recycling. this now. I'm going to have to watch this. It, it no, is a Lou, solid movie. <laughs> it, it, it is. The thing is, is that it is also a mind trip. It is. It, it's, it's not intended to be a, it's a drug a trip. And there's a difference movie and it is literally meant to be a cohesive movie because it is a movie and they cohesed it together and released it in theaters and charged people money for it you got to go along (laughs) for the ride with this thing and it's it's fantastic and and there's and there's a mystery that's associated with it and it's just it's a mystery all right (laughs) lou i am very interested to see what your opinion of it is i'm gonna have to Um, watch this now yeah yeah. Do, do you want to do like a, we can like record a commentary? We can watch it together as a group. We we got to do something for this because if you like it that we, much, we, we will. We will. I, I cannot I begin have to, to watch it. So Lou, without I, you I'm guys going first. Play chart, and I put it. I'm jumping it right at the end. I'm not even going to compare it to anything. I'm dump, I'm not kidding. I'm <laughs> the, not kidding. The, this it's is going wow. right that, at the end. I've literally never seen a movie this it, bad in my life. When it first came out, I I saw it and I was absolutely floored by how like amazingly well done this movie was. We're not talking Lord. about the same movie. Oh, we are. So there's, there's, May, there's maybe this came out two years after the matrix. And yet the, the this is like something that was from like 1950s film school rejects. You remember the cannibal, the musical Lou, <laughs> I this is nowhere forget. near that good with either the storytelling, the acting, certainly not the editing. Oh God. And not the directing. I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm hearing two totally different reviews here. Okay. I'm going to watch this and then we're going to have to mm-hmm. get three of us together and watch it with commentary. Our yes. own commentary. Academy award, best director, which if ever there was a reason for me not to have faith in the Academy, 
Because that is a list I have been building up over the years. This I can throw out the rest of the list. This is all I need. This was bad. My 12-year-old son could direct better than this guy. No wonder he has not done anything of any consequence as of a long time now. And you can look up on IMDb. He's still doing stuff. Never heard of any of it. Because this is the schlock he puts out. Anyway, okay, yeah, I didn't realize you you liked. I think you're misremembering something about it, or you were drunk, or I, I've seen it several times, and and every time I am wowed by it. It's yeah, I like it. So so w- where can I watch this? I'm almost more confused than I was watching the movie. Um, I'll look it up for you. Okay. We'll talk offline. Wow, it was bad. Uh, anyway, that's all I've okay. got. I haven't done any video gaming. I have started playing Magic the Gathering uh, again recently. I got roped into it. Now that the the meta has changed and it's not expensive like it used to be to play anymore. And I already um, ranked in a recent tournament. Nice. Which is surprising. And yeah, it's kind of fun. That's all I got. What about you, Tim? Anything to add? Uh, Some comic books uh, that I've been reading lately. Um, Of course, keeping up on the current Moon Knight series, which I still just find really fantastic and funny uh, and such. And, and, you know, supposedly no apparent ties to the Moon Knight series, which starts later this month um, on Disney Plus. But um, still very good. Really, really well done. Very well. uh, Very well told. Death of Doctor Strange is a uh, miniseries comic that, uh, that just came to an end. Uh, well, comic book character. He's going to come back in like three months. It's fine. Like in the first few pages of the first book, he dies. <laughs> okay. And then it's about how he solves his own death. Because he's Doctor Strange. And even though he's dead, he's still solving his own death. Um, oh, if only we could all do that. And then it's fantastic because it then continues into actually another comic series, which starts this month. So the Death of Doctor Strange miniseries uh, came to an end uh, early this month. And then later this month, it picks up into something else. And um, yeah, really, really quite good. Um, uh, What else? Oh, and the new Ghost Rider series started, um, which is pretty good. Uh, Very horror-y, very mind-trippy. Um, I, I, I like it just the one, um, uh, one issue out so far, but hmm. so yeah, comic books, that's pretty much been it. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, oh, one more thing. Um, speaking of, um, Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac was, uh, the host of SNL this past weekend. Uh, very, very oh, was cool. he? yeah, it was, it was good. If you can catch any of that on YouTube, you, you know, please do. Otherwise, okay. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, Eric, why don't you take us home? All right. Well, as long as home for you isn't on Mulholland Drive. <laughs> Actually, if it is, it's probably fine. It's the movie that was bad. If you liked Mulholland Drive, tell us in the comments below. Go to randomchatter.com slash YouTube. Even if you're listening to this later in audio format, head over there. Give us some comments. Explain to me what the heck was going on in that movie. Because... 
like I I dug deep. I tried to find any kind of useful meaning in it, and it was all just. We'll save it for another episode, but tell us what you think. But more more importantly, tell us what you've been watching recently and what you think of it and uh, what you think we might like to watch ourselves, what we might like to cover here. And uh, let us know if you're going to go see Batman in the theaters. The Batman. The Batman. Mm -hmm. Starring Batman. Correct. As the Batman. Yes. Uh, Head over to randomchatter.com slash discord join our discord server especially if you have seen the batman we have a spoiler exclusive channel over there set up so you can discuss it with other people who've seen it so you don't have to worry about ruining it for other people you can let us know what you thought talk about specific scenes talk about the ending etc um and of course we have a lot of other discussions going on there too Hmm? is this on the discord this is on the discord (laughs) at the website but you don't put the thes in the url Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yes. Um, what else? Go to randomchatter.com slash store because there's a reason. And that reason is it's starting to get warmer outside. So your random chatter hoodies and force chatter sweatshirts and movie chatter hoodies, you need to replace them with some good quality t-shirts because it's starting to get warm outside now. Speaking of movie chatter, um, you want to yeah. talk about what uh, what's going on with movie chatter? You know, we probably should, and we should probably put the new logo up on um, the store mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe put some uh, shirts and sweatshirts on sale, too. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll all go uh, 30% off. Yeah. All new so this is a good time to pick it up. So we've got uh, movie chatter. We decided, you know, we want to we cover more. So we renamed it Media Chatter, and we're going to be covering streaming media, whether it's movies or, um, well, movies in the theater, too, or whether it's streaming TV shows like Upload. Upload Season 2 is coming. We covered Reacher, which is a phenomenal series on Amazon uh, Prime Video. And uh, so we're trying to open up the scope and uh, the, the spectrum of what we cover so that we can hit some things we've wanted to for a long time and just haven't had an opportunity to. So movie chatter is now media chatter. However, you don't have to do anything different to subscribe to it. If you're subscribed to movie chatter, it's just kind of being treated as a renaming. So you're already subscribed. If you subscribe to the network feed for your podcast, you already get it. Um, We have a different playlist for it here on the YouTube channel, but again, it's all the same YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, so you don't have to do a thing differently, which is awesome. You just have to listen to us cover shows as well as movies. And, of course, we're trying to start with things that are more recent, more relevant, um, such as Reacher, Season 2 of Upload. And we're not doing episode by episode. We're doing either entire series at a time or individual seasons at a time. And I've not seen the new logo, so I'm 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 – Definitely shoot that over to me. I, it's I'm very exciting. It, it looks will, exactly um, like the movie chatter logo, but the word movie <laughs> says uh, the media chatter, except the, the, we wrote it no with the. transparent ink. Ah, <clears throat> uh, okay. All right. Yeah. So it's just awkward spacing then. Right. <laughs> yeah. Being the, the graphic artist that I am. So, but that's going to do it for this episode of Random Chatter. Um, We will see you again in a week. Um, Oh, and the other thing too, Force Chatter, we are probably going to move bi-weekly or 
If anything pops up Star Wars related that is important and timely, of course, we're going to jump in and cover it as as news breaks. And we do have Kenobi coming up soon. We've got Star Wars Celebration. Um, hopefully some other news breaking soon as well, we hope. Um, so next week we will be back with Force Chatter and more random chatter for you. And, oh, finally, one last thing I forgot. Movie Chatter has moved. We're no longer doing live shows on Tuesdays. Media We're doing chatter. them on Monday nights. Media chatter. As media chatter, yeah. not movie chatter. We're moving movie chatter to Mondays and renaming it. Yeah. Yes. All you got to do is show up. And listen, so, that's it. So Don't worry about move, the names and all of that. If you we guys gotcha. move back to the other day, is it going to be movie chatter again? What if you move it to Fridays? Is it going to be something else? I would be more inclined to answer these silly questions. If your perspective on Mulholland Drive <laughs> represented some figment of reality. If but, we did uh, it on Wednesdays, it could be Prince Spaghetti Chatter. But, sorry. And with that, we yeah, are Wednesday out. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later. <laughs>